Cody Decker. First baseman, third baseman, catcher, left fielder, right fielder, DH, pinch hitter, all-around handsome guy. On 670, the score. Fastball high in the air, deep left field. This game is tied. Cody Decker with career home run number 200. If they're unwritten rules, why aren't they written? Because they're not rules. And now it's time for Down the Line with former major leaguer Cody Decker on 670 The Score and Odyssey Station, presented by Circa Resort and Casino, home of the world's largest sports book. Saturday is all right for fighting, according to Elton John, but more importantly than that, it is all right for some baseball because we have a full slate, a full slate of Major League Baseball games today. So many bets for you today here on 670 The Score for Down the Line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino. Guys, get ready for the time of your life at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' newest entertainment destination. Bet with the pros at the world's largest sports book. And ladies and gentlemen, that is Circa Sports. We had Derek Stevens, owner of Circa Resort and Casino, on the show twice this week. Remember, we got 670 The Score Week taking place over there in Las Vegas, specifically at the score. I mean, specifically at Circa. You guys got to check it out. It's going to be amazing for that week against the Raiders versus the Bears. I am a Raider fan. It is going to be painful for me. I know that for a fact, so I'm just going to enjoy baseball that day. With me, as always, my man Brandon. Brandon, how you doing, baby? I'm feeling great. It's Saturday. It's the weekend. What more could you ask for? I mean, looking at the slate, I'm not, it's not just baseball, though. Obviously, I'm more ex- excited about baseball because I'm a baseball guy, but college football, you got NFL getting ready to start. This is the best time of the year for sports. The only time of the year that I would say it's even better is the first week of October, just because you got MLB playoffs, just everything about it. But we got so much to cover today. But Brandon, if people want to be a part of the show today, how can they text the show and ask questions? And if they think I'm crazy, they can tell me I'm crazy. They'd be wrong, but they can do it. Yes, all they got to do if they want to tell you that you're crazy is text the number 312-644-6767. Again, that's 312-644-6767. That's right. That's the text line. Give us a text and let us know what you think about everything going on in Major League Baseball today. But, guys, we got to get started right out the gate here in Chicago. Southsiders, that's right. The White Sox last night dropped one to the Kansas City Royals last night. But... That's not really the story. The story is more so Dallas Keuchel. Now, I've been on here talking about Dallas Keuchel quite a bit lately, but not not in quite the negative terms that I think a lot of people have been speaking about him. He's had a rough go these last about, I don't know, 39 innings. He's given up a lot of hits. He's given up a lot of earned runs. He has not been pitching like the Dallas Keuchel of old. Um, and the question is, is it cause for concern? Yes and no. Because I don't think Dallas Keuchel is an amazing pitcher. Let's not sit here and pretend that he's not. He's hitting some rough patches right now, but let's not pretend he's not very, very, very good at what he does. I've used this phrase a lot on this show. I've described him as the White Sox's least exceptional pitcher. And, you know, we've gotten a lot out of this team this year. Obviously, Lance Lynn having himself a borderline Cy Young year. I think he's accidentally um, been taken out of the running because of this IL stint. And now it looks like Robbie Ray and, of course, Garrett Cole have kind of taken over those top two slots. Doesn't mean Lance Lynn is done. But it is unlikely because he's most likely only to get two more starts. Robbie Ray, Garrett Cole, at least four more starts. And both of those guys are going to pitch a lot of innings to do so. Um, But Dallas Keuchel is interesting because, again, 
last 39 innings or so, really rough outings, not his best baseball. And the question becomes, in October, how do you use him? Of course, Lance Lynn on the IL right now. Uh, you know, Lucas Giolito had a little bit of a hamstring snafu last week. So you're going to handle your pitchers with a little bit of kids' gloves for this month, as you should. This is a this is a team and organization that is up, what, 10 games in the AL Central? No reason to tax your starters right now. I don't care if you win in September. I care that you win in October. The end. But the question is, we got Rodon back, a healthy Rodon back. We got Dylan Cease K-ing up the league. Lance Lynn will be back, and he'll be ready for playoffs, obviously. G. Lee will be out there ready for playoffs. But where does that leave Dallas Keuchel? When it comes to playoff baseball, you don't necessarily need a five-man rotation. You need more of a three-man rotation, you know, with kind of a fourth kind of floating. You know, it depends on your rotation. This is a team that's got an amazing five-man rotation. But I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Dallas Keuchel is kind of coming off to be the quote-unquote, and I, again, this is a negative connotation of a word, but based on the starting staff he's on, he's kind of become the weakest link of that starting staff. So the question is, what do you do with Dallas Keuchel? You know, you got a great bullpen. You got the tail end of that bullpen really great. You got Liam Hendricks, you know, Craig Kimbrell. You got the young guys, Crochet. You got, you know, uh, the big tall righty that throws the living hell out of the ball. I can't remember his name at this exact second. But they got arms. However, I think Dallas Keuchel would be really, really well used in the playoffs in a long relief, long relief and just full-on relief role. Think of something like along the lines of the 2015 San Francisco Giants. Remember what they did with Madison Bumgarner. Now, here's the difference what they did with Madison Bumgarner. Madison Bumgarner started a lot and then came in relief and finished out games as well. They overused the hell out of him. So much so that Madison Bumgarner hasn't been the same pitcher ever since. But I got to say, Dallas Keuchel would be really good pitching long relief for the White Sox in the playoffs. He's a guy I would trust a little bit more than, say, someone like Crochet or the other young guys. And he's a guy that can supplement innings. And you know what you have with him. You definitely know what you have with him. Yes, it's been a rough go as of late, but you can't sit here and pretend that every pitcher doesn't have a rough go. I mean, it happens. It's part of the game. It's not a, and, and this sounds like I'm going to give you some Ted Lasso-like uh, like speeches, but it's not the case. Here's the fact. It is definitely not about what you're doing right now. Season. And this White Sox team has an opportunity to finish this season at the very top. And Dallas Keuchel is going to be right there with them. So I'm not worried about these White Sox. I'm really not. This is a team that can hit offensively. They're getting, they've gotten pretty healthy. Gavin Sheets back up. I'm looking forward to seeing how they're going to continue using him going forward. Uh, Grandall has been killer since he's been back. I'm looking forward to T.A. coming back. I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I don't miss T.A. Because it's not just how, what he does on the field. What he brings to every game is awesome. I'm really, really looking forward to seeing Tim Anderson back out on that field. Down the line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino. Circa Resort and Casino, home of the world's largest sports book. Guys, yesterday we had maybe the best day of baseball we've ever had. We had some barn burners last night, and if you guys in Chicago decide to stay up till 2 or 3 a.m. to watch all of them, good on you because it was incredible. But let's start about one game that was just truly outrageous and has a lot of playoff implications. And that is the Oakland A's taking on the Toronto Blue Jays. These are two teams that are currently out of the running. Not out of the running. That's Sorry, that's not the correct phrase. They are currently not in playoff contention. They are in contention, but they're not in the spots that they need to be in. 
a little worrying because the A's had that spot for quite a while. The A's currently three games behind the Boston Red Sox for that second wildcard spot. Toronto, five games behind Boston in that second wildcard spot. Lots going on, and the A's and Toronto are currently just beating up on each other. What happened yesterday? Oh, my God. Marcus Simeon, walk-off home run in the 10th. What what a what a unbelievable game this was! Slugfest back and forth. Um, if you didn't get a chance to watch it, go go and at least watch the recap of it. Just stellar baseball, offensively, pitching wise. The, yeah, it left a little bit of desired, but it was an incredible ball game. Slugfest all over the place. But that wasn't the only game that was a massive barn burner last night. First place on the line in San Francisco, Dodgers taking on the Giants. What a game this was, guys. Dodgers with two outs in the bottom of the ninth down, one nothing, tie the game. They take the lead later, uh, and then of course the extra inning rules, just taking it all the way to the eleventh. A fun, absolutely fun ball game. Giants ended up taking it in interesting walk-off fashion because in the eleventh, Brandon Crawford, who signed a two-year extension, totally, totally earned it. By the way, Brandon Crawford maybe having his best season of his career, and when you're 34 and a shortstop having the best season of your career. You're doing something pretty damn good. San Francisco should build that guy two statues. He is that good for that team. He's won three World Series for that team. And he's about to take them to another playoffs. First place Giants. Lots of veterans. Amazing. Amazing what they're doing. Crawford made an incredible play in the 11th. Then, of course, in the bottom of the 11th, Seager makes a very similar incredible play to save the game. And then the next play, Turner makes a good snag but a rough throw. But here's the thing. You have Trey Turner, who is a shortstop playing second base. Last night at first base, you had Will Smith, who I don't think has ever played first base at the big league level, playing first base. Now, the throw that Turner threw him was a little off. But Will Smith should have stayed on the bag. However, he's not a first baseman. So he came off the bag, ended in a review, wacky ending to the game, but they got the call right. Giants win. They are currently in first place in the NL West. We are watching chaotic baseball and it is awesome if you're not watching this Dodgers Giants series you're crazy because this is an unbelievable series same with this Toronto series and I know that the Baltimore series does not sound like it's all that enticing but the Yankees are practically must watch baseball right now like we are we are watching some really really good stuff out there teams that were underperforming all year, playing like World Series contenders. Teams that were World Series contenders at the beginning of the year, playing like they don't belong in the big leagues. We're going to be talking about the NL wildcard at the end of this show. And the reason we're going to spend so much time on the NL wildcard is because, for lack of a better phrase, the NL wildcard is absolutely wild. It's insane right now. Every team is in it practically. Like, listen, the Cubs are out of it. I will say that. The Cubs are not in this. But for the love of God, the Cubs are like only 10 games out of the wild card. Like, this is nuts what's taking place in Major League Baseball right now. The Cubs have actually been playing pretty good baseball as of late. Yeah, I know they're playing the Pirates, but, you know, don't don't try and take the wind out of my sails. I'm kind of enjoying it. Let's talk about it, those Cubs right now. Kind of got something, uh, something brewing there. And here's what I got to tell you about that I do like about the Cubs. Opportunity. And hear what I have to say about this, Cubs fan. Players at the AAA level don't really get opportunities. And I want to make that abundantly clear. I spent most of my my career in AAA. I I led 
you know, the I was in the Padre organization a lot of years. I have all their minor league records, and they never called me up until like the very end. But take a look at that team right now. You got Patrick Wisdom, who's playing great, like really legitimately great. At 30 years old, never had a real shot, and he's up there, and he's showing what he can do. Swindell, another guy who's been bounced around all the way, labeled a 4A guy. By the way, 4A guys, in case you don't know, I was labeled a 4A guy myself. It's a guy that's in AAA that can easily play in the big leagues, but just kind of goes back and forth and doesn't really get a shot. And you're labeled a 4A guy, which means, oh, yeah, you can go to the big leagues, but you can't stay there. Yeah, you can. You just need the opportunity to stay there. It's impossible to get to the big leagues. It's even more impossible to stay there. So why am I enjoying this Cubs team right now? Because you have the quote-unquote 4A guys over there studying it up. Schwindel's playing great. And so is Patrick Wisdom. And it makes me personally, um, on personal level, truly excited to see it. Because these are talented guys who never really got a shot. And I feel like Cubs fans shouldn't take this too much for granted. I know you're disappointed in this season and how this season is turning out. But take a look at the bright spots out there. There are some legitimate bright spots out there for the Cubs and going forward. They stocked up their minor league system. They have some guys that are veteran, labeled veteran minor leaguers out there playing very good baseball up there on the north side. It's been kind of exciting for me to watch. I know you don't like hearing it, but I'm enjoying me some Cubs 4A baseball, man. It's been pretty good. I never really got that shot. You know, the, 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 we talked about the Cubs fire sale the whole time. Me and Brandon were jokingly playing the clip. Brandon, you still got that clip? We are playing it nonstop. Oh my God, we're having a fire sale. Oh, the burning. Like, here's the deal. I talked about that all the time. Every year I was with the Padres. I'm like, oh man, you guys ready for the San Diego Padres fire sale? Let's go. Let's do it. And it never came. And I'm kind of happy it came for the Cubs, for guys like Wisdom and Swindell. Guys, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we got tonight's bets. That's right. We're going to take you down the line. And we got so much to talk about in the NL wildcard right here on 670 The Score. Down the line with Cody Decker brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino. Back right after this. Now back to Down the Line with former Major Leaguer Cody Decker on Sports Radio 670 The Score and Odyssey Station. Presented by Circa Resort and Casino, home of the world's largest sports book. Six seventy, the score down the line with Cody Decker. Brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino. Get ready for the time of your life at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas's newest entertainment destination. Guys, bet with the pros at the world's largest sports book. And you know what sports book that is? Circa Sports. And listen to my man Brandon playing me some Saturday nights. All right for fighting. Elton John, man, really coming out with a. I feel like that was his punk music phase with that one song. Yeah, yeah, that's what it sounded like. I, I was just trying to, you know, stay in that Saturday theme with us being here on a Saturday. So I, I just wanted us to have that feeling, that Saturday feeling. I love it. And you know what? It's actually a very apropos song because Saturday night is all right for fighting today because we got to do something really, really gimmicky. We got to take everybody down the line. <laughs> That's right. Time for tonight's bets, ladies and gentlemen. We got the New York Mets having a doubleheader. They have game one taking place right now. So we're only going to chat about game two. Game two today, New York Mets, Washington Nationals. Now, the smart money obviously is leaning towards the Mets a little bit. But keep in mind, the Mets have not been great. 
but they are playing against a far, far worse Washington Nationals team. The Mets have actually started winning ball games again, so much so that they're back in the hunt, only four games back of the Atlanta Braves and four games back of the NL Wild Card, which means the Mets are still in this. The Mets, the dumpster fire of all of New York and possibly all of Major League Baseball, is somehow still in contention of a playoff spot. An organization that has like caused more like suspensions throughout the game this year than any other team. They still got a shot. Well, they're taking on the Nats today. They got McGill on the mound. And McGill, McGill has done a really, really good job since getting called up by the New York Mets. However, I don't think the money line is worth your time. Minus uh, 154. I don't think there's a That's just way too much juice on that for me. However, I don't think they're going to win this game for, by more than one run. I do think the Mets are going to win. But this game, keep in mind, it's a doubleheader. Double header. We got a seven-inning doubleheader tonight for the Mets. The under is set at seven. I think the under is going to come in minus 115 between the New York Mets and Washington Nationals. Go ahead and write that one down. I think that's going to come in huge. Here is a game I'm really interested in. St. Louis Cardinals, Milwaukee Brewers, a showdown in the NL Central. The St. Louis Cardinals throughout the season, I would say, is one of the top five biggest disappointments. Now, I said that. About a month ago, this team is two games out of the wild card, out of nowhere. Nolan Arenado hit his 28th and 29th home run yesterday. Paul Goldschmidt has been carrying this team. Pitching's been eh. They absolutely decimated the first place Milwaukee Brewers yesterday. And tonight, they are the underdogs in Milwaukee. They got Kim facing Hauser. And this is my one underdog pick of the day. Cubs fans, I'm so sorry to tell you this. I think Kim is going to beat Hauser in Milwaukee, plus 110. I like the Cardinals today. I don't like the Cardinals. I like the Cardinals today in this particular game. I want to stress that one more time, Cubs fans. I don't want all these, I don't want all this hate mail coming my way. I already feel it. I feel the eyes. Everybody's looking at their dials right now. They like, what did Cody just say? No, no, no. I like them in today's game. I like them in the underdog game. And we are going to talk a little bit about the Cardinals going forward in the NL wildcard because it is madness right now. Atlanta Braves versus Colorado Rockies. They took game one, dropped game two last night. Something the Braves can't do because the Braves, who were the hottest team in baseball, have kind of faltered a little bit on this road trip. Listen, it's fairly even odds. A first place team playing against the Colorado Rockies are fairly even odds. Anderson on the mound for the Rock for the Atlanta Braves, minus 110. It's even for Ma- for Marquez over there for the Rockies. You're telling me you're giving the Rockies even odds? No way. They are the Rockies. No way. I don't care if they play decent at home. The Atlanta Braves take Anderson minus 110 against the Braves today, against the Rockies today. I think the Atlanta Braves are going to win that game, and the money line has some value. Baltimore Orioles, New York Yankees. Man, this one was tough because there is simply no value on the money line. Montgomery is pitching tonight against Ellis. Minus 320 favorites are the Yankees. So clearly, do not throw any money there. No value. Obviously, no value at all on the run line because that's about minus 184. And no value really on the minus two and a half run line because that's minus 120. 
Man, minus 120 for a team to win by three? I don't think so. But however, I think there's going to be a lot of runs scored today. The line is set at nine and a half runs, minus 105. I think you guys should take the over. I think the Yankees are going to have a hitting barrage today after their walk-off win last night. Oakland, Toronto, arguably the best game of the day yesterday. What a game it was. Oh, my goodness. If you are a fan of offense, that was a very, 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 very fun game. Simeon's walk-off home run in the 11th inning. Blast to watch. However, you got Blackburn taking on Berrios. Berrios has been a disappointment so far in Toronto. Let's not pretend that he's not. He has been. That doesn't mean he can't turn this around and help this team get up there because this team's also five games out of the AL wildcard. They need to catch up to Boston. They are running out of time. And this team is kind of special. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. What are you going to do today? I think the run line for Toronto plus 108. I think they're going to win this game by more than two runs today. I think the Blue Jays are going to swing their way to victory. And I think Berrios might have himself a decent ball game. Chicago White Sox, Kansas City. We talked about the game last night. I know Keiko has not pitched well as of late. Let's not panic. No panic. You hear me, White Sox fans? No panic? You guys stop panicking yet? Okay. You're only up in the division by about 25 games. I think you can chill. Just chill for a minute. You got Lopez on the mound taking on Lynch. I'm not really focusing so much on the pitching matchup here. Obviously, uh, they're fading Kansas City. Lopez is favored very much for the White Sox, minus 148. However, I think the run line is going to come in pretty big today for the White Sox, plus 102. Pretty good. Pretty good odds right there. I take that plus 102 right now for the run line. Also, I think the White Sox are going to swing the bat pretty good today against Lynch. The line is set at nine. Plus 105, I think the over is coming in for the White Sox. Here's a huge game today that I think everybody should be watching, at least checking out. Detroit versus Cincinnati. Male versus Boyd. Listen, I think Cincinnati is a team that is going to take this game today. I like the run line today, minus 102, especially with Molly on the mound. Go ahead and take a look at that, and we are going to talk about that NL wildcard because they are currently at the top of the NL wildcard by a half game. NL wildcard is madness, by the way. I got one more bet for you guys. Houston, San Diego talking about the NL wildcard. Valdez versus Musgrove. Listen, the Padres have been inconsistent offensively. They've been inconsistently inconsistent on defense, and we are going to talk about that in a minute here while talking about the NL wildcard. But they got Musgrove on the mound. You know what? Musgrove has been sneaky, fantastic this year for the Padres. He really has been. Since his trade from the, from the uh, Pirates, through the Padres' first ever no-hitter, which is amazing for a guy from San Diego who grew up you know, cheering for the Padres. But he's on the mound tonight, minus 112 at home against the Houston Astros, against Valdez. I think you should take the money line. I like the Padres today. Down the line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino. Get ready for the time of your life at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' newest entertainment destination, and bet with the pros at the world's largest sports book. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Circus Sports. Circa Resort and Casino, home of the world's largest sports book. Wow, that was a lot of bets. That was a lot of bets. You know why it was a lot of bets? Because that's a lot of games tonight. That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine bets I gave you. And guess what? I do have a tenth bet for you today. Because we still got to talk about the Cubs playing today against Pittsburgh, which, of course, after this show, after down the line, make sure you stick around for your Cubs pregame coverage. Not to mention the Cubs taking on Pittsburgh tonight. You got to stick around for that. Again, the Cubs have been pretty fun to watch lately. 
playing some pretty good baseball lately. Now, we got to talk about the NL wildcard. And like I said earlier, it's wild. So much so, like, really, think about it. I talked about the Cubs have been playing decent baseball lately. The Cubs were, like, uh, in the cellar, and everybody was talking about nightmarish scenarios. The Cubs are, like, 11 games out of the wild card. Now, they're obviously not going to catch up, but for a team that everyone's saying, oh, now they're the worst team in baseball, they're only 11 games out of a playoff spot. It could be worse. Arizona's 30 games out of it. So just, you know, full context. It could be worse is what I'm saying. But look at this. Cincinnati right now, they're 72 and 64 right now. They're up a half game on the San Diego Padres. Both teams dropped their games last night. The Padres dropped it in embarrassing fashion. Embarrassing fashion. But we're not going to talk about the Padres just yet. We will in a second. But I want to talk about the St. Louis Cardinals. A team that seemingly came out of nowhere... You know, I used to talk about, I don't know what's taking place at Bush Stadium. I truly don't. Because, you know, the, the Cardinals are like the most boring franchise in Major League Baseball history. Everything about them. Every, every time I look at their jerseys, their name, they just remind me of 2% milk. That's all I think of when I look at the Cardinals. They're, they're just such a nothing franchise to me. I don't hate the Cardinals, but like they're just, they're just annoying because they're always there. And you can't get rid of them. And it doesn't matter if they have stars or not. They somehow are always in the mix. We used to talk about them like, are they like having like ritual sacrifices down there at Bush Stadium or something? Because how do they keep getting in the playoffs? We don't talk about them all year. And then all of a sudden, October 1st, they're going into the second round of the playoffs. It just, it's maddening. They are currently two games out. I'm sorry, not even that. They're one and a half games out now. The Phillies, they're two games out. The Mets, like I mentioned, the absolute dumpster fire that they've been this year they're four games out there are teams that have legitimate shots here not to mention right now the Braves are only two games up in the NL East so they're actually also in the mix for that wild card spot if they keep faltering the way they are let's take a look at the odds right now Braves minus 240 pretty good odds but I don't think they're going to get the wild card spot I think they're going to win the NL East I think they're going to get out of this little funk and I think they're going to go on a little bit of a run and start beating up on teams because keep in mind they have to play the NL East, which we know the NL East is not the greatest. And today they still got another game against the Colorado Rockies. The Reds plus 100. That's a actually surprisingly decent odds for the team that is currently holding that second wildcard spot. But that's not the team I want to talk about, obviously. Padres plus 380. I'm starting to worry about the pods, guys. And here's why. It's not because they're a worse team than the Reds. They've been playing worse than the Reds, but they also have a tough schedule going forward. They got to play the Giants like two more times. They got to play the Dodgers again. They, I mean, they have to play tough ball games. They have no more games against teams under 500. Where the Reds, they only got to take on basically the NL Central. And a lot of that NL Central, Cubs, Cardinals, like there's decent parity in there, Pittsburgh, but like not really. They have a much easier schedule going forward. Phillies plus 195. I I think the Phillies are 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 a lie. I, I I truly think that. Now could they sneak in? Yes, but I just don't see it happening. I don't think this team is nearly consistent enough to play well enough this up this month. I just don't. I could be wrong, but I don't. But here's the place where I think you should put your money on the futures, guys. The Cardinals are currently a game and a half out of the wild card spot, and their odds are plus 800. I'm sorry, that is very worth throwing some money at. Based on what their schedule is going forward, 
based on the fact that the Padres have a tough schedule going forward. I think the Cardinals have a legitimate shot at getting that second wild card spot. And I know we don't like hearing it in Chicago, but man, with those odds and the way this team's been playing, I think it's worth a little bit of throwing cash that way. A uh, 224 texter said the Cardinals are like the Spurs of the MLB. That is a actually incredibly good analogy. Because the Spurs, how often do we talk about the Spurs? We never talk about the Spurs, but they win championships all the time and like we just ignore it. We're like, "Oh, okay. Okay, whatever in the in the West. It's only Lakers." <laughs> what Spurs have this many championships? What? It's cuz they're in San Antonio. But I don't feel the same way about St. Louis. I feel like St. Louis is a much more major city, although they did just lose their football team. So maybe not. Maybe 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 St. Louis and San Antonio are kind of neck to neck. You know, technically San Antonio is like the eighth largest city in the United States. The Cardinals are scary, man. And they they're they're also just kind of maddening because you know they can create chaos in October. Plus 800 for a team one and a half games out of the wild card for a team that you know is going to keep winning you to a team that you know always does well in October. I think it's worth the money. I think it's worth it. Take a look at that line for the futures, guys. And we're not done yet because I did tell you we have one more bet. Ladies and gentlemen, we talked about it. you got to stick around after this game for Cubs pregame coverage, not to mention the Cubs taking on the Pittsburgh Pirates and about that Pittsburgh Pirates-Cubs game. You got Brubaker on the mound. You got Hendricks on the mound. Not a lot of decent, not really any value on the money line. At this point of the year, it almost seems like there are not a whole lot of money lines you want to take. However, I like the run line tonight for the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs have been playing pretty decent baseball lately, and they got Hendricks on the mound, and they've been swinging it well, and again, they are playing the Pittsburgh Pirates. Minus 128 for the run line for the Chicago Cubs, and yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. I think you should take the run line tonight for the Chicago Cubs, the team that's only 10 games out of the wild card. Come on, baby. Let's start that run. Let's get that wild card run going. It's not going to happen. It's it's it's. It's not physically impossible, but it's it's almost physically impossible. It would take everybody, you know, losing nonstop, and the Cubs have to, you know, sweep the rest of the season. Also, it would help if you can go back in time and undo, like, some of the trades that took place beforehand. Like if they kept Darvish or something, and Kimbrell, and all their offense. Or, or Darvish has been playing pretty, like... Like, pitching pretty bad of late. Lately, he's been real bad. Since coming off the IL, he has not looked good at all. But before that, I mean, earlier on in the season, he looked like you, Darvish, until he hit this IL stint. He's looked, but he has looked, honest to God, terrible over there. By the way, we mentioned the Padres a little bit. Oof. The Padres is a team you got to worry about, but you know what? That will help that team a lot. They need to sit Eric Hosmer. Eric Hosmer made two unforgivable first base mistakes yesterday that led to three runs. The NL wild card is wild, guys. It is wild. That is it for Down the Line tonight. We'll be back here tomorrow for the same exact time, noon central. Stick around for your Cubs pregame coverage. Stick around and listen to your Cubbies. Prove me right again. Ten bets today. We're going to go over those tomorrow. Guys, stay safe out there. Enjoy yourself some Cubs baseball. Thank you so much for joining me for Down the Line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino. That is it for me, and that is it for Brandon. Thank you so much. Beat it.
I love these real Saturdays. They're so relaxing. I like that fake Saturday that almost got me fired.